0: of we at Los Angeles, 2018.
2: Welcome to Out on the Lanai, the only Golden Girls podcast you're ever going to need to listen to. I'm H. Allen Scott,
0: and I'm Carrie Doherty, and this is
2: a podcast where we watch an episode of The Golden Girls and then we talk about it.
0: And we just watched season seven, episode nineteen, "Journey to the Center of Attention," the which best episode, aired on February 22nd, 1992. It literally and is the it, rusty anchor episode.
2: Like It's not, I was going to say top 10, but I feel like that's not even doing it justice. It's top five of episodes for me.
0: Yeah, I'd say I'd probably, mm, that's tough.
2: It's such a good it's episode. It's a really good episode. I, mean, I could maybe
0: put it in top five.
2: Because my love of Blanche is so personified in this episode. Like, there are three Blanche episodes that I think of where, like, Blanche is at peak for me. Mm. It's this episode. It's Dr. Jonathan Newman when she has that freak out and says shrimp. And it's uh, it's it's the, the other one, the priest one, as well.
0: Oh, that's interesting because you could argue that... Those last two aren't really Blanche episodes. Well, they're not Blanche-specific episodes,
2: but but it's where Blanche is peak at her best. Right, sort of her
0: most comedic moments. I, While she was doing her whole I Want to Be Loved by You, I just, in my mind, kept screaming, give this woman another Emmy because of the physical comedy. She wasn't even
2: nominated that year. (sighs) Only, Only Betty White and Estelle Getty were nominated for the last season boo fun fact well maybe Um, the
0: emmy nominations came out before this episode aired perhaps
2: i (sighs) i will say guys that it's extremely hot here in los angeles which is why you may hear fan in the background so just deal with it because you know i don't like to sweat
0: also if you you might hear another the windows open and there are golden girls fans out on the street screaming because they've discovered where you live they have and you know
2: what let's all go to house of pies (laughs) <laughs> Shall we introduce our guest? We have a yes! guest today. Yes, this is very oh, exciting. Is a, we haven't had a guest in a while, so this is actually really, I mean, the last guest we had was Alaska and Elliot, I think. hmm Yeah, so this is exciting. Guys, our next, our today's guest is, was a part of Golden Girls Live, is a Golden Girls fan, and is a very popular drag queen here in Los Angeles, Roz Les. Hi. I was so worried about fucking up your name, because I tend to like- It's be, a hard one. Well, I tend to be a white person and go, Ross dress for less like, <laughs> I know.
1: I deal with that every single day. It's the. I don't know why I chose that name. I don't even shop at Ross. I love it. I think it's
2: a great name, actually. Thank you. Uh, Yeah, it's a really funny. As soon as I saw it, I laughed. It was.
1: She's the bargain bin beauty, honey. (laughs) Yeah. I only shop at thrift stores, and that's how I got that name. Really? Yeah. You know something funny? That name. I mean, I've been doing Golden Girls for um, with that group at Casita del Campo for like. I think over three years now. The
2: last show I saw, you like played Ro- you filled in for Drew Drogi, and you played yes, Rose, and I you did. were great, Rose. Oh,
1: thank you. Yeah. Um, but I was I, I had been dabbling with drag for a long time, and I was doing stand up, and I was trying to think of a drag name, and I came up with that backstage at Golden Girls. Oh, really? Wow. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Rose, what
0: is the trick to doing a great? Rose Nyland, like, yeah. when you did Rose? Oh,
1: my God. Um, I remember Drew gave me a bunch of advice, but it was, you know, mainly that she's, you know, she's sweet and she means well. And she, she definitely, you know, they, there's a lot of things, like, especially in, like, this episode where they're talking about somebody dancing with a corpse where it's like, that didn't (laughs) happen. Shut up. Like that is so ridiculous. But like, they so mean it. They so mean it. That's so brilliant about Betty White is like just the look in her eye. Like she means these things. She said
2: that. I think there was some interview. I think it was like during the first season, there's some interview on YouTube that I saw from when the golden girls was on and she was explaining how she Because, oh, no, it's in her Emmy. Like, the Emmys do this sort of, like, the best of TV archive interviews or whatever, and they're, like, an hour interview of each huge star. They're great. And she says that at first she didn't get how to play Rose. She didn't get how to play dumb. Like, it didn't make sense to her. And then I think uh, Susan Harris said to her, no, you just, you literally believe everything literally Mm -hmm. so like you know if someone says i don't know knee-high of a grasshopper or whatever some expression you believe that a person is that small Mm -hmm. like (laughs) and 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 she said that is what did it for her was like that acknowledgement of oh so you just everything is literal Mm -hmm. which when you you when you watch her her say that like it makes sense you see that in her yeah totally
0: well... She's great. Roz, we're so glad you're here. Let's... I want to dive... I'm
2: really excited about this episode.
0: Right in. Minute one. And I'm
2: excited we have a drag queen for this episode, <laughs>
0: specifically, because
2: <laughs> it's such a drag episode.
0: It, it is. They
2: do get a little draggy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: There's
2: a reveal. Yeah. All of it. Yes.
0: <laughs> <I'm saying>. Yes. <laughs> um... Dorothy, so Dorothy's, I mean, a running thing throughout this entire series is that Dorothy will spend a Friday or Saturday night just on the couch with the book doing nothing. She's me. She's you. Exactly. amazing. But Dorothy in, like, full hair, makeup, outfit, with her jewelry still on, with this, like, little tan blanket trying to sort of curl up on the couch and watch TV, I felt like when I try to curl up and sleep at an airport, oh, like, there was something so, (laughs) just, I I was like... I don't feel like you're actually comfortable at home right now. Dorothy. I'm all on
2: board for it. If you're gonna like watch television and eat popcorn, look good doing it. Like she, she was wanted sure. to. Like what if she just wanted to feel pretty while watching them chuck corn? you know?
0: Just shucks it off!
2: Just shucks it right off! But I, mean, I feel like that
1: kind of is a generational thing. Like, it is, Didn't yeah. they even at home like, you know, in the 50s and 60s, like, wear something nice? Like, yeah, I not mean. Not what I wear at home. Yeah, I
2: know. It was, I mean, I don't know what you wear at home, but I know what I wear at home. And it's, it's, I uh. I wear tuxes, but like, Really? Yeah. I can't fit into any of my tuxes. Uh, <laughs> but I, like, I do think it was like a, like, my mom was like that, where she would wake up, I remember in the 80s and stuff, she would wake up in the morning and she'd always put her face on no matter what the fuck was happening that day even even if it was just us at the house she would always put makeup on
1: let me tell you something. My mother is also like that. And she works at this the corporate company and she there's a gym there and she went to the gym one night and she was so nervous about seeing somebody that she works with that she put on some lip liner in her car, like in the dark. This is nighttime, mm-hmm. puts on her lip liner, works out, she doesn't see anyone she knows, gets all sweaty, and then she's leaving, she sees the guy that like runs the company and talks to him and he was kind of looking at her weird, whatever. And then she gets home and realized she had put blue eyeliner <laughs> around her lips <laughs> and had sweat it and it was all like smeared on her face. Oh no.
0: <laughs> yes. Like it wow. probably looked like she would just like eaten a pen like bit it in half yes. like a carrot. They're like the who is just, this
2: crazy <laughs> woman? This just oh. something similar that happened to me once. I was in London and I was running and the park and my shoe literally ripped open like just ripped open and I went face forward to the ground and I was walking back to my hotel not thinking anything I was sweating and stuff and some woman comes up to me shocked being like are you okay and I was like yeah I'm fine I just fell like I'm cool though like my teeth are still like I checked for my teeth and they were good (laughs) and and she was like no you're 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 bleeding and I was like what I didn't know I was bleeding I thought it was sweat I looked in a car mirror like on the side of the street my face because I hit my head Mm. and like head wounds like bleed like a lot, Uh I had blood all over my face, like dripping down. I looked like I had just been shot in the face oh, and I was just walking around as if it was nothing <laughs> yeah it was embarrassing wow and I had to like and she walked with me to the, to the local hospital That's she was very sweet, sweet. yeah, she, yeah she
0: probably you looked like you needed it <laughs> um.
2: but yeah I just I feel like these these
1: women are from the generation of people that dressed up to go on planes and sure. I
0: do
2: miss like I, oftentimes if I watch like an old movie or something and I see like in the 50s how they dressed like they dressed up to do things I wish we could do that mm. I wish there was still like thing.
0: You can. You can, you can
2: but then you just look weird and everyone asks, Oh, what's happening? Well, you're you like, know I'm going to seven eleven.
0: When you're home on your couch, you need a Blanche to come in and be like, you know what? No more of this. You're coming to the rusty anchor with me. Oh, I would love that. Right?
1: But like just yeah, the thought of her wearing jewelry and stuff. Like I literally <laughs> lay in bed. I've spent so many so many times trying to figure out how I can have Postmates delivered to my bedroom window <laughs> because I don't even want to go to the well, front door. If you're
2: ever coming back from a drag show, do you like do you immediately take all your stuff oh off? Oh my god, yes. Oh
1: really? Do you know how many times I have done a show Take, rip off my lashes and flick them, like Madame Medusa from whatever that movie is. (laughs) I flick them, and I'm like, fuck, I have to wear those again. And then I have to find where I flicked my eyelash, because I'm just so ready to take it off. There is something very
0: satisfying about pulling off a strip of lashes that you've had on your face all day.
1: all of it. And Um, then you take the the corset (laughs) off like it's one of those uh, Pillsbury... (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) So then... Rose and Sophia I'm going to get us back on track Rose and Sophia come <laughs> oh, home and they were visual. <laughs> they had a great time at a at a wake really or a funeral <laughs> where the the body was like laid out or yeah. presented in some way mm-hmm. which is something I've heard of it's a little like creepy, but it presented, it's,
2: a, it's like a visible corpse.
0: Well, yeah, I think I, I may have been like I may have misheard it? that. I, it sounded to me again. I was typing. I may have misheard, but it sounded to me like the body was like sometimes you know, like if a boxer passes away, they'll yeah. actually prop up the body and they'll like build a little oh, boxing ring and prop up the that, body to make it look what? like it's boxing, yeah. and people will take pictures. I, think it's and,
2: a, there's,
1: there's some, I have never heard that. Yeah, Are you serious? Yeah,
2: in, in certain, certain cultures, cultures they do it where they 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 put like a way I, I, to honor who the I, person read, was and they that. Some man who was connected to, something we're trying to remember, that culture, where he loved to gamble, and so they, like, they propped his body up, and, like, they had the the morgue guy prop his body up on a table making him look like he was gambling so that family members And could people come like up. riding
0: their motorcycles yeah. and stuff. And and so it's a thing. So i oh, was I'm
2: doing that. <laughs>
0: I was under the impression that that was the type of wake that they were at and they came home. They had a great time. Somebody yeah. danced with the corpse which I think is maybe which taking it a little too that's far. Taking
2: but. it way too far because I mean uh, uh, that's. it seems like it would be full of liquid to, you know what I mean? Like, from what the morgue does to Well, yeah, to if you they know. have
0: embalming, pl- I, don't, yeah. I don't, I don't even I don't know. I mean that, wanna, and the embalming is
2: probably heavy. But I do wish, like, I do think we should change how we think of wakes and funerals and stuff and make them happy occasions, unless, like, the it's death was. I think wakes the-
1: need to get woke. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. I think that just said everything <laughs> I meant to say. <laughs>
0: Uh, you forgot to drop the mic and jump out the it's window because yeah, you. Yeah. yeah. I like how you, I mean, you
2: were worried before we started about having anything to say, and you've literally just done like three singers, so you're fine. Okay, great. Three <laughs> right. singers, don't worry. So
0: let's go right to the rusty anchor where Dorothy shows up, kind of dressed like a like a captain or a yeah, a like lieutenant, the Titanic captain, or but or in black. What is that? Yeah. It was like the
1: nighttime wear for She's the captain. Doing straight up like yacht cosplay. Yeah. yeah. But I was living for it. Yaws
0: play. <laughs> Yaws play. (laughs) um let's talk about so the rusty anchor we've heard about it a lot i Mm -hmm. believe is this the first time we're seeing the inside of the rusty anchor
2: i think so but i mean i'm wrong about a lot of things
0: yeah so the weird thing about the rusty anchor i think we were talking about it earlier is that it's all men
2: yeah all guys which i'm all about
0: they're not very attractive. No, well, i
2: straight not Men at straight bars usually aren't.
0: Where are the women?
1: They don't go to You know to what it reminded bars. me of is, have you ever been to Gold Coast? Yes. <laughs> yes. Have
2: you, ever, have you ever been it's, to Gold Coast? No. It's the senior bar here in Los Angeles. A lot
1: of people call it Old Coast. It's a very sweet place. It's and fun. It, I, I like yeah, it, Yeah, and it has really cheap drinks, and yeah. it's like a lot of, but it's gay. But... um It kind of felt like that.
2: Yeah, you're right. I get that. I I can totally see that. I mean, I think a lot of... There's this bar in my hometown that sometimes I'll go to because it's like the one... Because the one place that's open really late in my small hometown. And... I'll, I'll go in, and it usually is mostly men there. Like, it's mostly like straight dudes watching the TV, getting away from their wives, like getting away but from where whatever. Where's
0: Miami? Like, where are the men of color? Where, you know what I mean? Like, where it was just a bunch well, of. Miami, I'm old sure is. White guys in ill fitting sweaters and khakis. I was listening and
2: to piano. I yeah. mean, yeah, and the conga piano. Conga dancing
0: the, to no music, as one of you pointed out. The piano makes me wonder
2: <laughs> whether thing. it's a gay bar or not. The, the piano was I a confusion know. for me. But the
0: pianist was the most handsome man oh, by there far. by far.
2: Yeah. Do you see how the bartender looked like someone from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He looked like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you look like a candy man. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, the days. candy man can. <laughs> like, that's what he looked like. Oh, I yeah. did,
0: I was yeah. not. I was. What yeah. is with the
1: conga line? There's a moment where they're doing a conga line. conga line?
2: I hate conga lines. That felt very gay like it felt very sort of like cause if well if as
1: one person is like touching her or maybe one or two are getting touched by her but then it's just a couple of guys just with their hands on their hips on kicking the hips, their legs yeah off. that doesn't yeah. seem like something
2: I would ever expect to happen at a gay bar but unless they're thinking like oh we're gonna have like a group orgy with her which is gross it's all so weird. Well, not gross. I don't want to judge her life, but it would be something that I would not like to see.
0: I'm also going to start, <laughs> intru- like, when I, like, come into a room, either at work, at a party, wherever, I'm going to start introducing myself the way that Blanche does, or announcing myself, I guess, where she's like, it's a dog-eat-dog world, and I'm, not- I'm wearing no underwear. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I know, who's this woman that's just like, I'm not wearing a bra? <laughs> when I exit places, I almost, all, I almost always yell,
0: no captures No pictures!
2: Even though nobody's taking pictures. Aww. It's fun. It's a fun thing to do. That or you walk out, like when I walk out of my apartment, I, and Michael will make fun of me for this. I walk in the apartment, I'll just go, hello world. Like it's like fucking like Snow White or something. And sure. there's birds singing around. No, there. I it's think
0: awesome. that's and great. I think that's, it's a good like positive energy that you're putting out into the world. Yeah. It's a good, you know, you're... I think that's a good thing. I'd keep doing it. You are the lead in the movie about you. Thank Mm -hmm. you.
2: I'm Amy Adams in every movie. There you go. She thinks she's the lead, but she rarely is, but deserves to be.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So poor Dorothy is not having a great time. She's like
2: me at a gay bar. bar. Like all the
0: men want to talk to Blanche. And even the guy with the glasses who she sits down. Who's kind of geeky. Like blinking at her.
2: He seems like he has, that like... That guy tre- had problems. Yeah, he seemed like he was on the spectrum. That's not normal behavior. But yeah. later,
0: when she was singing at the piano, he was kind of, like, nodding in the background, like, oh, Because yes. he's probably a oh, group yes. player. He
2: doesn't want to be singled out, and she singled him out.
0: I see. I see. Got it. Um... So Dorothy starts chatting up the pianist, the handsome, handsome yeah. piano well, no, man. Yeah, well, he chats her up That's right.
2: Because she starts going, She's all alone. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Do you sing?
0: <laughs> no, not well, really.
2: I to. I does some,
1: the way she delivers those lines is so funny. So good.
0: Yeah. So she coos them. Oh, gosh. This. I mean, this whole scene, um, he's like, could we, do, you know, maybe this a little, maybe Irvin Berlin? And she's like, maybe some other time. And he's like, what'll I do? D-flat's good for me.
2: <laughs> so funny. And
0: then... B. Arthur and then I uh, I don't even have the words for B. Arthur singing what'll I do don't you know,
2: me cry it's yeah it is because she's so so I saw her live and it's a it was a beautiful experience she's like she's one of those singers kind of like Elaine Stritch which you know fun fact she was originally auditioned for the role of Dorothy like where we all knew that <laughs> we're all mega fans i told Roz beforehand that if we say common facts that everyone knows from the golden girls fans that you guys fans will let yell at him so <laughs> that, now he's yelling at me for making the same mistake um uh that where her voice isn't necessarily like you know celine beyond like beautiful like it's just different it's a different Mm -hmm. husky like unique singing voice that is just not normal but because it's not normal it's great right totally yeah it's uh she has a really interesting voice I love it
0: my favorite part of her singing there's a moment where it sounds like she might be done singing right and it's like a wide shot of her and it kind of quiets down for a minute And then all of a sudden she stands up, Mm -hmm. and now her voice is coming from deep within when she's doing the "What'll I do?" and like the audience starts to applaud a little bit. It's like like
2: me at karaoke when when I I notice people are liking what I'm doing. Mm. (laughs) If they don't like what I'm doing, I usually just start sweating.
0: That was (laughs) that. I just feel like that was some of B. Arthur's best acting, especially of this season, where this season we've seen B. Arthur. Like, she's been a little broad and silly at times, and to see her and have almost this distant. entire scene.
2: She seemed distant this season because, I mean, I think she's leaving. She, mm-hmm. she, she has a foot out the door. Like, she's the reason why the show's over. And so I think it's it's nice to see her engaged.
0: She was just in her element yeah. and just, oh, I gosh. wonder if they,
2: like they did this episode specifically to get her, like, excited again. You know what I yeah, mean? Because, like, absolutely. she is a singer, so, like, it probably... Well, yeah, would...
1: you, finally, you get to see that, which is so cool about it. W- did, wasn't she kind of having a problem with being picked on so much? Or yeah, so, on?
2: like, she didn't... Uh, well, apparently there was something towards the end, and I think... I think Jim Colucci talked about this on the podcast, maybe. But there was something towards the end where she got sick of sort of the body jokes and the the man jokes mm-hmm. and sort of that level of jokes. And you even see it kind of sort of tapered off. Like, they're making fun of her being home on a Friday night. Sure, they're making fun of, like, her deep voice, whatever. But they're not making fun of necessarily for physical appearance No, anymore. and
0: we have Blanche, yeah. the most vain person on the show, saying... I I'm genuinely jealous of you. Yeah. So maybe well, she, they were trying to. walk But Blanche it
1: back. did have that line in the beginning about. You know, uh, if somebody danced with a, a corpse, they can dance with you or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: true. There was that. <sighs> yeah. Poor Dorothy. And then after um, after Dorothy finishes singing, there's a guy that was like, that was pretty good. And Blanche is like, yeah, I'm not wearing a bra. <laughs> <laughs> Again, just really, she's not wearing a bra. She's not wearing underwear.
2: Blanche is a walking grinder, chat. Totally. Like, <laughs> she's just so blunt. For sure. You know? And she is like, hosting. hey, how are you? I'm not wearing underwear.
0: Yeah. <laughs> she was. Okay.
2: <laughs> I just want to know your name. Exactly.
0: I'm surprised that by that third, the, the last time she shows up at the Rusty Anger, that she was wearing anything under that trench coat because she's just slowly oh, but peeling the layers What she's wearing under that, under that coat I know. is
2: my inspiration Honey. for
0: living. But first, I want to talk about so the next morning. Uh, Dorothy is wearing this like bright orange and purple kind of like cotton shirt thing with black lines on it that just screamed. It's nineteen. Like we are in the nineties now. Yes. Like I feel like it felt like she raided like uh-huh. the Fresh Prince wardrobe totally. and stole that shirt. And then, yeah, yeah,
2: I'm all about it by George H.W. Bush. Hello, Bill Clinton. It's the 90s. That's what that was.
0: <laughs> Guys, welcome back to VH1's I Love the 90s, 1992.
2: Clinton is not president yet. He will be president in a few months after this episode so, airs.
0: Sophia had so much fun going to that wake um, and she enjoyed that this dead man dug that all these people said great things about him but he wasn't there to hear it so she decides she's gonna throw her own genius. wake no
2: I think it's a genius no. idea that's I- the
0: that is, like, the most selfish way to what? get compliments What's selfish from about it?
2: No, it's not that she's going for compliments. She's going to celebrate her life with her friends and be there to celebrate with them. I think that's her point. Yeah, sure, she would like a compliment or two. Who doesn't? But the real fact is, like, yeah, she's trying to embrace the moment and celebrate the people in her life, not just after she's gone and letting them celebrate without her. Who, what fun is that?
0: Roz, you get I'm a I'm with Harry. <laughs> you get an <laughs> invitation in the mail from your friend that's like, Hey, you know, I live on the other side of LA. Uh, come to my fake wake. I'm not really dead, but we're going to have music and prepare something nice to say about me. Like, what are the expectations? What are you putting Ugh, in that invitation? No. You that guys you- are
1: so Ex-friend. I would not, they would not be my friend anymore. I'm that officially is so obnoxious and re- so
2: L.A., actually. <laughs> I am rebranding my birthdays into annual wakes. That's what I'm doing.
0: Are you going to be like Deborah? remember in Empire Records when they had a fake funeral for her and she was bald and she was like, I'm not. And they're like, lay down and they have to all say these nice things about her so that she feels loved. No,
2: I only saw the most important thing about that movie, which was um, the IMDb screenshot of uh, Renee Zellweger in it and how different she looked before Jerry Maguire. And that's all I need to see about that movie.
0: (laughs) She was great in that movie. She sang at the end on a rooftop. Great. Um,
2: I know she can sing from Chicago.
0: I don't I, I, like. What was their plan? Because obviously, Rose sent out the invitations and forgot to tell people that Sophia's not really dead.
2: Yeah, Rose isn't a great party planner.
0: But what was the? What was it supposed she to? be? She fucked up with be? the King Elvis
2: people, and then she fucked up with this. So. Like
0: people are just gonna. It, why? Why wouldn't Sophia just throw a party?
1: Yeah, it's so weird. I mean, she wait. just needed to. I don't
2: know. Wait, what's your question?
0: I don't I'm just Like
1: what were they plan What was Sophia thinking that this was going
2: to be? A celebration that- of her life, people. It's like a birthday party, but yet her last one. But you get one of those every year. Why but do you, you don't, why don't because just- birthday parties just become a boring year thing whereas like Sophia is entering the last years of her life and she recognized that this wake was a was a recognition of sort of the the awesomeness of this person who died. And she wants to be alive for that. She doesn't want to miss that. She doesn't want to miss people celebrating not only her, but celebrating because so much of who she is, is them as well. So she's celebrating them in return. I think it's lovely. I
0: think there was just maybe another way to frame the party. Yes.
2: Framing was probably better. Like telling them that Sophia was alive. Like that was a big well, part of the I'm not
0: calling it awake. No, a happy
1: wake. Since we're analyzing this, I feel like, isn't she Catholic? Yes. So wouldn't she believe that she's going to go to heaven and her spirit will Mm -hmm. hear this? So it's like she'll hear all the things at her wake. She just is so crazy and selfish (laughs) that she needs to hear it in person, too.
2: Wait, you know what they should call the party? They should call it an awake. Because she's awake. (sighs) get it mm. i'm leaving get it
0: <laughs> all right let's go back to the rusty anchor we're now blanche is really trying to captivate the men's attention her hair's a little bit fuller mm-hmm. she's got this gorgeous tight black dress her on boobs
2: pushed together and up
0: she looks amazing. High She's and tight tying um, cherry stems mm-hmm. in her mouth.
2: Star of David.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Is a cherry stem even long enough to make one of those? You, you think? probably have
2: to do two. Yeah, with the Star of David, you definitely need two because there's it's inside but a thing. You would need and, like paste or
1: something to put the two triangles yeah, together. And I
2: have such a wide tongue; I wouldn't be able to. It would just live on my mm-hmm. tongue. I wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah. I,
0: and then when Dorothy walks in, Blanche chokes.
2: Yeah, because all of the men turn and go
0: Dorothy, because <laughs> she's now the norm of uh, of of the Cheers bar. That is the Rusty <laughs> sure. Anchor.
1: I mean, those men must be there every night.
2: Well, I it's mean, the
0: same men. It's, it's the like the same. same men. It's also only like eight men.
2: What if it's accidentally a gay bar and neither Blanche or Dorothy realize this?
0: <laughs>
2: what if well, you yeah. they think they're drag queens? Oh wow. Because <sighs> they never really addressed like wanting to sleep with either any of them. You know what I mean? And like, even
1: that guy's like, we get it, you're not wearing a bra. Oh is, my
0: gosh, yeah. yes. The
1: rusty anchor.
2: It's like the gay rusty. The rusty
1: anchor. That's kind of innuendo for something. Yeah. Mm. Oh, totally. Like it's it's
2: like like a clean you've got
0: you've gotta you gotta scrub that. That anchor clean, you know what I mean? Cause you gotta because it's rusty, mm. you gotta
2: gotta, gotta, gotta really wipe it. Maybe it's
1: like it your down. wife is anchoring you
2: down. Oh, so mm. come on here with the boys. Rusty play. Anchor is the down low. Come, are leave you a it. bit
0: rusty at you know
2: anchoring that dick
0: sexual <laughs> things with the same sex? Then come on down come here on away down. from your yeah, sure. I do think very it's a gay bar. Wow. <laughs> that is meta
2: that it's actually a gay bar, and they think Blanche and Dorothy. Are both drag queens. I can see that. I mean,
0: it's happened on it the show before piano. where they've thought that the piano. women were drag queens. Yep, yeah. and
2: lesbians. I mean, yeah. they've been everything. When did, that
1: happen?
0: when did they think they were drag queens? Well, well they thought they were prostitutes once, but they oh, did think that. they were drag queens. Well, when, well not so much Was it drag a Sophia queens. Joke?
2: Um, but when they got. when they went to prison in the first season or something or second season at the Burt Reynolds thing and the the guard the woman Dorothy's all like I did time at Attica and the woman in the jail is like Attica's a men's prison and Dorothy's like I know it took them three months until they found out
0: god well okay there was the joke where um Sophia was in the red dress and Blanche goes I took an 84 year old woman and made her look like a 65 year old drag queen and then I said to myself Blanche too much rouge um
2: Learn more at microsoft.com slash AI for
0: So, uh, Dorothy says she was on her way to the laundromat. The, who wears <laughs> she,
2: silk to the laundromat? I know. Me! <laughs> <laughs>
0: Blanche definitely has a washer dryer. Yeah. Um, and then Dorothy pulls out, I like to think that she pulled sheet music out from her shoulder pads because when she pulls the <laughs> sheet music out, I was like, it actually looks like she has rolls and rolls of sheet music in her shoulders. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Um, and Dorothy sings um, Elliot Glazer's, I think, favorite song of yeah. the series um, Hard Hearted Hannah. God,
2: if we could get him to sing that, wouldn't that be great?
0: Yeah. Maybe we'll get him to sing it. Um, I mean,
2: I could text him.
0: Again, great B. Arthur <laughs> performance. It's just so fun to watch.
2: It is. You know, it's, it's fun because, like, her live show, she walked around barefoot on stage. She was, like, in an all-black thing. She had a pianist and it was just the two of them. She had them. a
0: what? She had a what? All you like, said that way
2: too quick. Oh, yeah. She had a pianist, pianist. And she wore all black but not a black pianist. But that would be great if he was. And, and barefoot and she would just walk around and in a weird way because everything was black she just kind of it was like looking at like a Dorothy Bobblehead just <laughs> singing on stage because <laughs> everything was black except it's for the pianist and and uh, it was just it's, it reminded me so much of that live show oh, which I saw so in Chicago and St. Louis yeah
0: no I also, um, she also sang the song in season two of Mod, yeah. uh which I uh, found it on YouTube. So we'll definitely, we'll post a clip of that as well. That just must have been, I wonder if that was just a song that she really liked and maybe she asked it to sing it in, in this episode. might have been like a
2: Broadway thing she did, which oh, maybe. maybe we don't realize that. I mean, she did um, Mame on Broadway and she did Fiddler on the Roof and a few other shows. So like she was, you know, she was big. She was a big
0: deal. So she's singing. I mean Blanche's every time Dorothy sings, they always cut to a tight shot of Blanche just yes. kind of looking around like sullen and angry. Just yeah, just ashes in her mouth, just mm. bleh, not in a good mood about it. No. Um, and so she's really she's really started to get pissed off about this. However, before we get to Blanche's big, big performance
2: We have to have Sophia's wake. We
0: have to have Sophia's wake.
2: Yes. <laughs> I really wish you were dead.
0: <laughs> the picture of her, I think they use for the so way like the first season. Is from like, yeah, like yeah. maybe even the pilot. Like when um, she,
2: before her facelift, they were, it was her natural hair. Mm-hmm. Like it was like everything that was like what Sophia her used look to look in the
1: pilot, it's like
2: it's, so drastically different. It's yeah. so, well, the I mean, yeah, it's like she changed a lot over the years. Yeah. It's, uh Pretty incredible
0: I thought the woman Who played Myrtle Was fabulous she June
2: is- something I looked up her name and Oh I love that lady She, she had such You said uh, She had a Nathan Lane voice
0: She kind of did <laughs> She kind of did Wow <laughs> but In yeah. the
2: best way possible Jane
0: yeah. Dulo That was her name Yeah Um yeah, I I So everyone her. comes
2: over and Rose like comes up to this nice looking woman and is like, "I noticed you tried two of my something." And you haven't you haven't eaten me and the woman's like, "Oh, I just didn't care for them very much." And then Rose is all like, you have an ugly hat. <laughs> like just walks away.
0: Poor Rose. Rose I mean, I don't know. Rose took it upon herself to plan this wake, but um
2: Well horribly. We know that she's a bad party planner. She invited Elvis impersonators to Sophia's last wedding. Yeah. She's a bad party planner.
0: Yeah, she really is. She can't be
2: trusted with anything. It's No, she can. She can be trusted at a suicide hotline, a grief hotline. She worked at the grief center, and she was a very accomplished producer except for those two instances where she ruined um, a dog show robbery, and she made Blanche and Dorothy Okay, lesbians. I feel like
1: I've just come in here and just talking <laughs> shit about all of the Golden Girls, and then you guys are, like, shutting me down left and right. I love them. It's just they're so heightened that I don't yeah. believe any of it. Mm-hmm. I know.
2: It's, I mean, and it's, well, Sophia, or, so, I just called you Sophia. Oh! Uh. Carrie plays um, the CSI police on a lot of, like, the episodes, whereas I'm all just like, whatever! Suspension of disbelief!
0: <laughs> I, <laughs> love, I like
2: I like both ways.
0: It's, yeah, we're quite, it's a dynamic. Um, I love, though, that Rose is, like, sort of slowly falling apart, where oh, Rose is pissed. Blanche is like, um, Rose, did you, or did you not um, say that Sophia's not really dead on the, the invitation? She's like, I would. I made the hors d'oeuvres. And then after, she's like, and I made the freaking punch and the freaking decorations. Oh, yeah,
2: she dropped a freaking. Yeah. yeah, she, I mean, and and, and just, in, uh, Michael was mentioning, just like in the last episode, she said, bitch. Like, I mean, she, you know, she's, she's getting saucy.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Rose has been getting a little, um, yeah, she's got a mouth. Um, anyway, so all Sophia's friends are pissed, and they all leave when they realize she's alive. Well,
2: Sophia walks out, <laughs> and she's wearing this beautiful blue dress, and everyone is like,
0: <gasps>
2: and and June says something, like, you know, I forget how the setup for that joke, but she says something like, I, it would be really great if you were dead right now. And then, like, she walks out, and the one woman has this really, like, long, pointy finger, and she's like, I didn't have anything planned today, but I'm still P.O.'d And, like, she walks out. Like, it's really funny.
0: I love that when she does come out and, like, one woman literally faints in a chair. And (laughs) Sophia's like, well, excuse me for buying off the rack.
1: (laughs) I know, like, these party guests think that she's come back from the dead. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's an M. Night Shyamalan movie.
0: What did did Sophia think was going to happen? She was just going to come out and they were going to be like, oh, hi, Sophia. Um, okay, I guess you should maybe sit in this chair and we'll all pretend you're dead and say nice things about you. That's not awkward. I drove 30 miles for this. I think that's sweet. They should have been a
2: roast. See, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I roast That's one way to honor people. Mm -hmm. Tell them how much they suck.
0: And your (laughs) friends are way more likely to come out if you're like, hey you can say whatever you like no holds barred you you just come out insult the fuck out of me like your friends will drive 30 miles in Of course. i know
2: you remember this episode did you watch the office ever well there's an episode of the office where my do you remember this of course where michael scott like wants to be roasted or whatever and he cannot take it like it's it's such an awkward fun episode to watch and then at the very end he's like you suck (laughs) you're gay (laughs) <laughs> yeah,
0: he like t- can't take it and actually takes it personally and then roasts them all right back. Yeah, it's really funny. Um, okay, let's get to the best scene uh. of all time. Back at the Rusty Anchor, Dorothy's there. Blanche shows up in a trench coat. She has brought Sophia and Rose with her. It's
2: just so good.
0: And Blanche is, tr- like, just falling apart. And Rose has a great line where she's like, boy, when the mask falls off, it really makes a thud.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, because all the guys are, like, you know, splooging over Dorothy. And you know, like, what's your pleasure? And she says something like, Clyde Davis, I'm naked on a beach or something. I don't know what she yeah. said. Um, and, and uh, like, Blanche is just like, she brought them there just to prove how uncomfortable this is. Mm -hmm. And Sophia's sitting there crying, being like, she's popular.
0: I know. (laughs) My daughter, after 60 years of bargaining with God, it finally happened. (laughs) So Blanche takes off her trench coat. Tone
2: can play at this game. And she like takes off this silky trench coat. Can I describe this dress? Yes, please. Of course. It's like, everything for me it is it looks like a figure skater's outfit very much you know the only critique i have to it well so it has shiny dangles on it and it's all red and her boobs are propped up but then she has like the straps that are like little diamonds Mm -hmm. like it's because they're not red they're like diamondy straps her hose are red which i don't understand why that is but then the red shoes oh god it is the best blanche outfit i think of the series it's so good.
1: Yeah, I love I love the beaded fringe.
2: I just want all because it makes noise. Like when she
0: moves, it makes like a like a shakita shakita And it makes what's about
2: to happen so much better.
1: Totally. You can creep
2: up on people in that outfit. No, there's no subtlety to that outfit at all.
0: this scene, oh my gosh, the physical comedy again. It's like this is now the second or even third time in this episode where. We are on one character who's singing a song and with mm. Dorothy it's just very beautiful and it's like this like Soft quiet and moment, but yeah. you're very you're drawn into her and with Blanche it's this loud, awkward I wanna be loved by you. Oh. <laughs> it starts off really great. She's doing the Marilyn Monroe. She's up in the I love the little hoist she gets up in the piano. Yeah, she has the
2: piano, but she has this like she she makes this line with her body at an angle where she's like push she pushes the microphone. It's almost like mm. a Barbara Streisand uh, mm. like silhouette that she does where she puts the microphone in the air and she like has the straight line from the microphone down her body. I
0: don't know if he still makes them, but Mike Dennison sent me a coaster of Blanche. Yes, I have in that one. here. Here somewhere. No. I wonder, Mike, if you're listening, guys, go on Mike Dennison's Etsy page and see if he still has them. Also, I don't know if he has them Every for sale, episode,
2: but just go visit Mike Dennison's yes. Etsy page. But then page. after that post, she kind of just abandons her mic placement. Because she doesn't, just, it, well, she's, free, she's fucking up. Like yeah. She doesn't know what to do because the mic gets wrapped around her body and then she, she falls on the piano and it like makes. She falls on the piano twice. It is mm. so
0: good. She, fl- she puts her legs up in the air, flings her shoe. But then I love, there's a moment where she's kind of twisted in the chords and she's trying to get off the piano and she's like like butt scooting like a little kid who's trying to like take their shoe off, you know? Uh.
2: And she does this thing where I think I've seen it on Drag Race where like they'll be on the ground lip syncing and it's almost like they're fucking the ground but it really, with her, she's just trying to get untangled Mm -hmm. but like she's just doing this like weird thing with her legs where she's just (laughs) like humping the ground. It's so funny.
0: It's so great. Um, She sits on that one guy's Lap and who he had just had hip surgery. surgery. The that second is one, so
2: funny. But no, the second one is the funniest to me. Where, where it's like an interlude in the song, and then Blanche goes, "Is that a gun in your pocket? Or are you just happy to see me?" And then he literally takes a gun and puts it on the table
0: because Florida, <laughs> because right? Florida, yeah, you <laughs> can,
2: it's open, it's uh, it's open carry there yeah it's oh god that is just
1: ooh. both of those are so
2: funny i can't i love when my favorite kind of joke even though it's so simple and it's so basic but it's like the joke of the obvious where like if you say something like is that a banana in your pocket are you happy to see me and then like literally is like yeah, i just went to the farmer's market i didn't have a bag mm-hmm. so i like and you just pull out a bunch of banana and it's just funny because it's so literal it's oh i love it it
0: was yeah those jokes i feel like that is a very obvious joke maybe it wasn't in 1992 yeah. but and because we have seen that where it's like oh is that a candy bar in your pocket and you're like it's a chunky monkey (laughs) like they actually did it on the office where michael was like she like pam was hugging him and she's like what's that he's like it's my chunky monkey um (laughs) but this joke i thought it worked very well um except yeah there's just a guy in a bar with a gun um
2: which is a little frightening
0: she she chokes like two guys accidentally with the cord like when she's like flinging it and then she just (laughs) runs off completely embarrassed (laughs) Oh, but oh my to the, god! To the, the most g-
2: gorgeous bathroom of any sort of dive bar I've it's ever seen. So mm. nice. Michael pointed that it's a massive. Who? What kind of bathroom is that? Large? And it's also, it also looks like a woman's restroom. It doesn't look like a just a general bathroom for everybody. Oh no! Yeah. Well, it's because there's never any women in there. Right? Yeah. It's probably it hasn't been used since 1948.
0: Um, but before we get into the bathroom, <laughs> Rose picks up the microphone. Uh, this and- is kind of walks it over to the piano and like puts it down and then just this look comes across her face
2: what have i found the power comes over me i must pick up the mic
0: and she picks it up and she taps it and i was like in my mind
2: that's i've literally done this ever since i've seen this episode as a kid literally i've done this setup for a joke just as a joke for years totally stolen from rose where you pick up the mic and goes Two Jews, an Arab, and a priest walk into a bar. (laughs) It's just the stupidest setup, but she just does that. Uh, Where did
0: that joke go? Why does
2: like Why does it have to be two Jews too? Like, can't it just be? uh, I think the joke is a Jew, a rabbi, and a priest walk into a. Oh no! Wait, a rabbi, a priest, and an Arab. I don't know how how, there's there is an actual joke that goes with this. I wonder. I want to find the origins of that joke. Please continue. I will find it out.
0: They, they walk into a bar and say, um, excuse me, do you have directions to the multiplex? We're going to see.
2: Passion of the Christ.
0: We're going to see still magnolias. I don't know.
2: <laughs> I don't know.
0: Oh, Rose. I wonder if Rose heard that at Doug's wake. Anyway, we're in the bathroom and Blanche finally confronts Dorothy and says, you know, the rest of the anchor is my place. It's not yours. And Dorothy goes, you're the one who wanted me to get a life. And Blanche goes, not mine. <laughs> I love that joke. Do you see me going down to sing in the library?
2: It does. Like and I've said this on the podcast a bunch of times before, but like, I think Blanche is at her best when she's forced to be vulnerable. You know what I mean? Like, cause she is such a vain person that when that vanity is stripped away and it no longer works for her, that's when Rue McClanahan, I think, really excels. Mm -hmm. Because, like, she's forced to go in these directions that the character doesn't always go in because she can't rely on her beauty anymore. And it's just, it's so good. Rue McClanahan is so good. They're all so good. (laughs) I had to be quiet there for a second. Because we're remembering Rue. Um, (laughs) Just
1: take a moment.
0: Yeah, it's just really sweet for, you know, I think Blanche genuinely... I mean, she tells Dorothy, she's like, when you sing, you light up a room, you're positively beautiful. Yeah. And she really means it. And that is hard for Blanche to say. It also
2: is, it's, it's sweet to see Dorothy kind of admit a little bit too. Cause Dorothy, Dorothy won't always like Dorothy's fun with the comebacks and she's very good about sort of the dry humor and stuff, but she rarely admits her own insecurities. If you, if you notice that, like she's rarely like talks about how she appears or whatever. and, Blanche asks, have you ever been jealous of me? And then Dorothy goes, every day of my life. Which I think is a really sort of vulnerable line for that character. Because you don't really hear that from Dorothy Mm -hmm. all that much. It's a really, oh, what a good moment.
0: So they decide to split the days. Because she's like, well, I still want to go to the Rusty Anchor. Well, I still want to go to the Rusty Anchor. So they're basically each going to go every other day. Mm -hmm. But Blanche will get Sundays when the men are all worked up from football. (laughs) um and then they do
2: she straps mm, it on
0: (laughs) um i did not see a tv in that bar um and then they do i think they've done this on the the show before i love great pretend to mirror acting Uh when the women are actually like facing the studio audience but they're pretending to act in front of a mirror yeah i love fake mirror acting um and then uh, Blanche is like, they're going to go out there. Dorothy's like, let's go out and sing a song together. And she's like, do you know Crimea River? And Blanche, Dorothy's like, no. And she's like, good, we'll do that one. <laughs> and then they go out, and I couldn't help but think that they were going to sing Justin Timberlake's oh, Crimea River.
2: Oh that would be incredible. That's what I thought you of mean, immediately. I was like,
0: what? How does that even go? <laughs> I don't know what to say. I want you in. I already know. Ch-ch-ch- Right?
2: I don't, <laughs> I don't even know. It's the gist of it. Yeah, I guess, I don't know. Well,
1: that's what they say. <laughs> mm-hmm. <Okay. laughs>
2: and it was great. And that was the episode. That was yeah. It. Such a good episode. Ugh. Mm. So, Roz, at the end of every episode, we do. And I usually don't have to explain this anymore because <gasps> we haven't had guests in a while. At the end of every episode, we do a golden takeaway. It's a nugget of truth or inspiration that you take from the episode and you can apply to your life or the lives of our listeners. We'll start so you have an example. Okay. My golden takeaway from this episode the a hard one is I need to wear more fringe that's mm. my golden takeaway Blanche's fringe and I M- Michael and I whenever we go shopping or anything I often he knows gravitate towards fringe I never buy any of it but I want more fringe in my life I think I need I deserve more fringe in my life that's a good one. I agree, we all do. Thank you, Carrie.
0: I think my golden takeaway is um at the beginning of the episode, uh, Blanche tells Dorothy that she should say three positive things about herself. Like, that Dorothy's uh, a good speller and very prompt. And I think that that's, like, a good habitual thing to do on a daily basis is you just wake up and maybe when you're driving to work in the morning, just, like, say three things that you like about yourself out loud. I know mm. it's very, like, Stuart Smalley and whatnot, but um, I just feel like it's a, it's a good thing. You know, give yourself a pat on the back. You're a good person. You're smart. You're, everybody likes you, et cetera.
2: I love Stuart Smalley, mm. especially the movie Stuart Smalley Saves His Family. So bad good.
0: It's a shame about Al Franken.
2: True. Bronze?
0: I don't. Um, I, <laughs> I, t-
1: i I've, I learned that you can have a, a wake with without yeah. being in a casket. Yeah, which is a great which thing. Is, and I'm sitting here thinking of all the poses I want to be in. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh my God! Right. The
1: poses. Would you? I would- could finally do a death drop. They could put me in a death <laughs> drop what as I'm dead. It's like that thing that every drag queen but me does, where they like jump up in the
2: air and then like land on their back. Yeah. <gasps> it's very yeah. dangerous. I'm scared dangerous. Dangerous. to do it. But if I'm dead, you have your. Dead. wait, so would you would you would you like would you want to be in a drag at your funeral? We'll see wouldn't that be great?
1: We'll see how long until because the then until you don't the have to take happens. off your own makeup here we go. <laughs> oh my God I have an embalmer or a
0: mortician Yeah, it's or, their
2: I mean, problem, oh my God, just make
0: sure you get somebody good like Jamie Lee Curtis and my girl who will do a great oh, job with your makeup yeah.
2: right. She shoot. Wow, that's your snatch game. There we um, go. <laughs> well, thanks so much for doing this, Roz. We really appreciate thanks having for you having on. Me. And so, Golden Girls Live is coming back in um, August here in Los Angeles. Yes, it's the tenth to the nineteenth. And where can people find you on the interwebs?
1: I am at Roz Dress R O Z D R E Z F A L E Z on Instagram. I guess Twitter. I don't really
2: use it, but um, Facebook. And you have a great weekly show here in Los Angeles. It's like a drag comedy show. Oh, yeah, I have one at
1: um Faultline and Silver Lake. It's called Ross's House of Clowns. It's every Wednesday, but I'm like kind of busy sometimes, so it's like, yeah. just check my Instagram. Great. Well,
2: thanks for doing this. And I'm a challenge Scott on everything.
0: And I am Squiede Squid on Twitter and Squidzy on Instagram. And if you guys are following along with the podcast, the next episode we will be watching is a midwinter night's dream part one. Ay, ay, ay. We're doing
2: it in two episodes. I
0: think we're going to split it up because there's yeah. a lot going on. Men love my cupcakes. <laughs> guys, you can follow my, the podcast they're moist. on at Golden Girls Pod on Twitter <laughs> and we're Facebook.com slash Golden Girls Podcast. And until next time, guys, remember stay, stay golden!
2: Golden!
0: golden. <laughs> <laughs>